shout, Jah we be waiting there. In this world of calamity, dirty looks and grudges and jealousy, and police where abuse them authority. Me the clowns when I know about variety. Boom, the youngest veteran I go murder them slow. All right, today coming live from the Fifth Avenue Studios. In downtown Portland, Oregon, this is Unedited Portland. I'm your host, Mikkel. It's home of my friends. Today I'm at my friend's house, and it's my friend Christopher Neil Young. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you? I'm uh, living free in the free world. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to get a series of podcasts done this week. I'm trying to... Give the listeners the Christmas present they all desire. More of me. Oh yeah. <laughs> and That's what I'm into. And uh, my friends. So I'm 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 trying to get big. I'm booking people you know. Um, we might get Cassandra, friend of yours. Oh yeah. And uh, Ian Carmel. And you know we're gonna we're gonna try to line up a few more guests this week and see if. Uh, Round it out. Yeah, that's kind of the idea. In this year, good, man. How's your year been? It's been awesome. It's been up and down. It's been a bunch of different uh, experiences, you know. Grown a lot. Good good year. Yeah, it, it uh, came to realize a few minutes ago that it was this time last year we were recording the final episode of our original podcast. Absolutely, yeah. The unnameable podcast. Portland's premium <laughs> podcast. It was awesome. Those were those were were good days, and that actually obviously gave me the inspiration to uh, to open this year franchise. Yeah. So that's that's you know what you can you can lead a uh, a direct line from one podcast to the other. Hell yeah. And uh, so I'm I'm glad to say that that was that was a good you know a good beginning to this this effort, and uh, and you know I'm I'm gonna eventually repost some of those episodes as like you know classics and you know breaking news. Uh, I'm probably gonna look to bring back the unnameable podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah I didn't know about that. Yeah. So what? How? What? What's the? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. The assu- motive. I'm gonna assume to get more mics, and um, I have to find a quieter venue than the Sunday Lounge or like a green room or something that I'm. I can. I can get where I can have you, and or Damien and or Micah, and or guests. Yeah. And we'll do right. the unnameable podcast again. Um, free flow hour, hour and a half long, you know, hanging out program. So, so I am looking to to get that back as one of the the key. We could post it on like Shoutcast or something. Well, I mean, that's the thing is, um, I I create the medium and I host it, and then I want my friends to to do what they will with it. You know, I've had, you know, Cassie did a Reddit article. Um, you know, a bunch of the guests have tweeted it. You know, anything that, yeah, connects to their group and brings them into this other circle. Because that's what, remember, if you... if you Connectivity. Were, yeah. yeah, this is what I was... This was, the, was the goal. The goal of this whole thing was, uh, was, was connectivity. But since we have you in studio, or have me in your studio, <laughs> as it were, um, let's, let's find out a little bit more about our guest, uh, Mr. Neil Young. Um, what what, what is, do you want to know, man? What do you, what do you got going on? What's on the table right now here in Portland for you? Um, just hosting some teen uh, battle or open mic or something at Backspace. Okay. The day after Christmas, so twenty sixth. The twenty sixth. Okay. So and that'd be cool. 
Uh, cool so event. Kind like, of a underage battle of the bands, basically. Is what's uh, I think it's more of an open mic, but I, I, every time I played when I was of that age, it was kind of like a battle of the bands. Right. Okay. Feel to it. You but, want to be the best act, you know. But it's an open mic, but then there's going to be bands. It's not an open mic where there's just literally a microphone. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. I think it might be. It'll be music. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting, man. And I, I always feel at that age, you always feel very competitive. Okay. Rather than. Well, and I'm very happy to promote that because you know that I often record at the someday and backspace and someday are yeah connected connected in a way in a way and so uh, right on so with backspace December twenty sixth two thousand twelve yeah. if uh, if the Mayan calendar is in- incorrect we go on we will definitely be there then uh, that's awesome um, yeah that's my prediction for now I know that you had started this side project called the Golden Rule and then I know that a few of the members continued on and you got a new thing going called True Rebellion. Yep, it's a uh, rock band. And uh, what were your experiences with that like in the last few months? Like, has that been an interesting change from your solo stylings? Or well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of I, I don't know, just a way to exercise maybe a different part of ego. You know, just be able to play a role. Okay. Kind of different than just going out there and doing what I've been doing for a long time. So. Right. Like with um, either an acoustic set or uh amplified set but it's always been your writing your your kind of centered world yeah more softer more uh acoustically driven right okay um, and this is definitely this was had a rock core to it or has yeah, a rock much core. more aggressive yes. yeah okay well that's that's cool to hear um you know we'll look forward to to finding out if you guys are going to be booking more acts or if you're going to put out a demo or if something's out there we'll uh yeah no i mean it's been good you, it's been good it's uh, new relationships with new musicians a new style right yeah no so. that's important that's kind of what i mean that's what this whole unedited portland's about is um these are people who wouldn't be on jay leno but in five years they could be absolutely you know and that's that's why the people i talk to are very talented, and I use the term not loosely, but very specifically to describe the t- talents these people have, and they're not the same talents. Not everyone's a rock and roller. Not everyone's a acoustic guitarist. Not everyone is a comedian. Right. You know, but some people try hard at it and are, and those people are interesting, and they, they can be they can be on your local level, like, you know. Well, yeah, I guess we are all kind of equally on our local level, you know, doing whatever we're doing. Yeah. So. I mean, everyone has a, a neighborhood gas station or a neighborhood grocery store or a neighborhood rock club or a bar they go to, you know, and we all live in that world. And so what we're doing is we're just focusing the proximity of Portland to that, that role we all share. And then, uh, you know, I assume as we grow, I mean, I'm going to lose people to L.A. and Seattle and San Francisco. As always. And New York. And, um you know, if I'm here still, I'll I'll continue to to gather the talents that stick around or come through or new or. Well, and you can always Skype stuff in. You know, yeah. <laughs> Skype stuff in. I like that. We're gonna yeah, we'll have a whole Skype uh, portion of the show. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. not bad actually. You can Skype me in. Skype you in, man. That'd be dope. What are, What are you doing today, Christopher Neil Young? Well, well, I'm over here. What if we uh, Skyped you into the uh, Unnameable podcast? What if we were all on Skype? In? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be pretty sweet. That'd be That'd be funny. All right, we'll have to look into the logistics of that. Yeah. Um, we'll have to call ahead and make sure we all buy the same beer. Exactly. So, the the rock band is one option. Uh, you're doing the hosting side on that other thing. Um, what what are you looking forward to in 2013 as far as w- what could be a Christopher Young 
project or a Christopher Young idea in the, the future? Table is wide open. Um, I'm about to just leap, kind of, and see where see where my feet take me. So I'm kind of I'm taking a break. Taking a break from from, from Portland scene, from the scene for a minute. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I know you have ideas on that direction, and that's cool. And um, you've been talking about California and San Francisco, and you know, yeah, I I think that's a a great idea as far as like exploring uh, your inspire you know your inspiring elements as far as you know what makes you write. And I I assume if you've been living here as long as you have, you know, eventually good to to get another perspective you know yeah always come home yeah and that that's kind of how i'm feeling about it lately too is as i'm as i'm learning uh grad school you know it's a big world out there as much as i focus my learning towards the city it's also the broader focus of what what it means to identify with a place essentially is the question you know and um sometimes you move that place because other places have different qualifying you know. Well, there's a lot of reasons to see the world. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of people out there. And so I, I find that the more comfortable I get with one place, I need to be aware of, of other places. And so that's tough. So it is good that you're you're willing to maybe cut the strings a little bit and, and give it a go. And who knows what can come out of it. You know, No reason to stay too grounded. You know, yeah. Have your feet on the ground. Yeah. That's my plan. But, but, yeah. but yeah, Portland will always be here. So that's always, that's always comforting. Um, I definitely want to move somewhere where I can do more snowboarding eventually. I've looked into Lake Tahoe for a few years. I thought about like being a, a ski bum, pretty much. Yeah. Or just like staying between surfing, being a beach bum, and then a ski bum. Yeah, that's that sounds like a nice life. Yeah, that's. I think that's what my aunt hoped I would do with my life. <laughs> I think she had the right idea. That's a good aunt. I don't think I had any aunts or aunts that assumed that I would be... Uh, a surf or ski bomb. I think they were pretty much like go to college or don't talk to us. Oh well, yeah, no, we're good. Um, yeah. So, as as we always do, we talk about the city as a uh, as a place for artists, for creatives, for um, experimenting. What part of Portland are you gonna try to bring with you if you choose to leave and wherever you go that that stands out in your mind as something important you learned here or a perspective you've gained from Portland? I think Portland has a lot of underground music, I guess. There's a lot of bars that have open mics. You can always play music in Portland. You can always go somewhere and hear other people play music. It might not be what you were expecting. It'll probably su- surprise you sometimes. It's not like as diverse as maybe a open mic on the Hate Street or something like that, but there's a lot of places to hear emerging music people's talents that they're building as well as amazing artists so how are you going to carry that with you what do you what are you what gonna am i going to carry about that yeah um, what perspective does did that well i guess i just want to see how other people are throwing shows in other places because i think we've done there's a lot of interesting aspects to a show and uh, it's awesome when we can get everybody in the same room at the same time to rock out but right what what the difference is between having a empty club and a full club? That's I think that if anyone ever and I doubt anyone's done this exercise other than me through the process of posting these things, but has listened to this entire season or a majority of it, if they began with the first episode, Lee Feldman was um was the promoter for Crown Room and is possibly still probably the promoter for Crown Room and so, you know, the whole talk about the show from the very first episode of this is has always been about 
the multi sides, you know, the promoter, the the band, the audience, right, the, the venue, the day, the city, you know, and uh and it's really interesting how like like what you said, when all when everyone gets in the room at the same time, magic can happen. Oh yeah. You can have some of the That's most amazing memorable experiences ever. And other days you can put your your hardest foot forward and work as hard as you can and next thing you know there's ten people in a room and six really good musicians, you know. Yeah. And you've got a great act and no one there to see it for yeah. some reason. And so that's that's tough. And so it's it's interesting that full circle on this on this podcast is um, the the perspective of people trying to make the show happen. Because I assume that that's the one thread throughout this whole show has been. Um, Everyone wants it to hit. The venue wants it. Oh the, yeah. The band wants it. The fan wants it. Everyone wants that. Right. So it's it's kind of odd in our society that that doesn't happen as often as it does because people stay inside and people don't really open their perspective to what's going on around them sometimes, you know. There's a lot of this kind of closed-minded judgmental side to humanity, which is why shows can go unbooked or un- underfunded or underattended or because you got to get your friends out, especially yeah. if it's your town. I mean, you're not yeah. if you're not big and you don't have fans. You got to get your friends. So. Exactly. Well, that's and that's I mean a, a benefit for the city. And I think I think you can probably learn something from that. I mean, you're going to be dealing with booking shows and all kinds of stuff with the people in San Francisco, and I'm sure. Well, yeah, I'm just going to keep doing. I'm gonna, I'll be here. I'll be back in wherever I go or whatever I do. I'll be uh, right back and forth. We just won at Video Poker, the Fifth Avenue Studios' is video poker machine. So that yeah. was the noise you just heard. Oh, yeah. Because if we had cell phones that were on, it'd be so unprofessional. No. Um, the the ideas of this city, man, uh, for me, have always been about this underground side that you talk about. About the, not even underground, sometimes the underdog, you know. The the one who 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 tries their hardest, yet doesn't quite always make it but makes a living and accepts that you know right and and i think that's actually a strong quality to have is for people to believe you know they uh can try hard and succeed but they can also just keep trying hard (laughs) and you you may not quite succeed by continuing to try hard, right and and having and having the ability to do that i mean it's it's amazing from the lefties and the elvises there's something there, and and people think they're crazy street people, but there there's something about Portland that's a, a very significant in those people, and that's that they don't give up, they don't disappear, they're still here, mm-hmm. you know, and that's you know despite the the fact that they live a pretty simple life, that's a rewarding quality to witness, yeah, because no matter where we go in life, as long as we work hard and accept our place and accept what we have, um, uh, everything perspective wise is great. I I would agree. And so you know, as we as we look towards moving up and moving forward, I think we need to also look towards ourselves and and reflect on what uh, what we got. You know, been lucky. I know, and uh, and this is probably going to be our last recording ever at the Fifth Avenue Studios because absolutely, yeah, yeah. You know, once you're once you're moving on, this place is done. So. Yeah, this is this has been the uh, and this was the home of the unnameable podcast. Yeah, this is where it all started. Yeah, so that's that's it's changed shape a little. It has, it totally has. I mean, the, the we're we're recording with a different table. I mean, the table that we used last time is now a TV stand. I mean, there are some complicated differences going on here. <laughs> you know, this was serious logistics to get this set up the way we did. Oh yeah. But uh, I I really applaud uh, 
you helping me with the recording side, being willing to take the uh, the experiment and, and go with it. That was fun. Um, you were busy. You had other plans, and you still made time while we got the opportunity, and that was really good. We got shit done. And, uh, and I'm glad that I was able to carry it towards this project, which has been really rewarding for me in many ways. And uh, also... Me too, man. It's good. Yeah, it's been fun, man. And Learned I'm, some shit about my friends I would never have known. Yeah, isn't that... I know. That's really what it's been. And and you were present for the one and only Lost podcast with, uh, Eric, with Eric, yeah. Eric Lewis, which eventually will get redone. But yeah, that's... It's been a, it's been a wild ride. So I figure this point um i would go into questions with mikhail what you got but before we play what was 2012's fastest growing in popularity game um um i wanted to 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 work out a second game because i feel like you're my first second guest i'm a guinea i'm a guinea you were you're the first return guest and so as a return guest and being that this is a reflection look back at 2012 but also a look forward at 2013 mm-hmm. and season two i'm gonna have to have more games i, I love that there's an uh, a there's a siren going right now that's awesome um the mic's not gonna pick it up but i love ambient noise it's, it's always hilarious that's why it's unedited <laughs> nope. all right i don't think i got it it was close but um Alarm bells and all. Let's let's play a game. Let's play uh, name a city, name a word. All right, so here's the game. I'm going to name a city to you in the Oregon, Portland, Southwest Washington metro area, Portland's neighboring cities. And I have to say a word that I represents you, it. I need you to give me in a word an attribute. And this Just is, one. This is, yeah, this is rapid fire, so don't... Don't be cute. Don't try to give to give right. me what you think is the best right. answer. Give me the first answer, and we'll move on. We'll do five. We'll cities. explain them at the end. Then we'll talk about them. Maybe we'll know a story. We'll we, maybe we'll have a background story. We'll we'll take it as we go. Um, this word. is uh, name a city, name a word. With Mikkel. Mm-hmm. What you got? <laughs> okay, first city is Salem. Ooh, uh, Golden Sa- Man. Salem, Oregon. The word is golden man. Golden man. I, that's kind of appropriate. Um, my political science class went on a field trip down to Salem, and we walked up to see uh, said golden man statue. That was actually one of the highlights. Yeah, I went to middle school right across the street. <laughs> you just always see. It's like, well, maybe one day I can well, own a building close. and put a giant gold me on top. That <laughs> that's cool. That's what we learned. Exactly. All right. City number two. Beaverton. Fano Creek. Fano Creek. When I say Beaverton, Fano Creek, what is that, a neighborhood you live by? No, it's a creek that runs all the way through Portland into Tigard. It's just the fucking longest fucking creek in the world. Huh, okay. Which it's a creek. A creek? A long creek. It's, it's a fucking creek, I tell you what. But no, I've, uh, yeah. So Salem's got golden dudes and uh, and Beaverton's got cricks. Yep. Okay. Uh, that seems appropriate. When I moved in there, the, I had uh, pastured cows neighboring where I was at. But technically, my address was Northwest Portland, which always was weird. Yeah, I always lived uh, somewhere along Fano, Fano Creek. Creek for some reason. Okay, that's solid. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Vancouver, Washington. Um, 
Strip malls? Strip malls. Solid. Highway 99 does have quite a few strip malls on it. Like, that isn't... Yes. I'll give you that. I'll give you Highway 99, Vancouver. And there's a lot more to it, though, that is a cultural icon. I don't know. But, okay. Um, I was going to do five cities, but I'm going to go with four. And we'll get to the uh, the main event here. So, name a city. Name a word. Final round. You know what I want to say, and I'm 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 not gonna say it. So I'm gonna say something near it. I'm gonna say Troutdale. Um, Troutdale. Riding the river. Riding the river. Really? Is there anything to? I mean, there's a couple rivers over there. There's Clackamas and the Sandy. Yeah. Riding the river. Okay. Yeah, fuck it. Troutdale riding the river. Get, getting drunk at the river. Getting drunk at the river. Right. So riding the river. What you doing? <laughs> I'm getting drunk at the river. Names. Man, so, I don't know. They're uh, not so total hillbillies, but... So, a couple of those you said multiple words. One or two you said words. So, it's going to have to be... Name statements. a city. Name a city. Make a statement. Say something. <laughs> 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 with yeah. Mikkel. Oh, yeah. All right. So, name a city. Say something with Mikkel. It's just been created. That's game number two. That'll be available during some events next year when I'm doing this podcast. Um, so, now on to questions with Mikkel. Just to get this thing fucking wrapped up so we can get the fuck out of here. <sighs> Question one. Portland has, of course, the Trailblazers. Oh, yep. Blazers. It also has the Winterhawks that play at the Rose Garden. All right. Yes. It's not the NHL. What league do they play in? I don't know. You don't know. It's based out of Canada, and it's made up of mostly Western States and provinces. What what would you guess what the hockey league that the Winterhawks play at is? Uh, The WHL? That is correct. The WHL, whose website is whl.ca. Was I right? Yeah, you're right. It's the WHL. The WHL, which has the Thunderbirds, the Spokane team, and. Dude, I got it right. uh, right. The Portland Winterhawks, who actually got, like, fined or something for some type of player thing that they were paying people to to, I don't know, scouts or coaches too much, so the league got mad. The Hawks? Yeah, yeah, I looked into it. They got sanctioned. They're, they're sanctioned, but they've been too good. They've played in two back-to-back finals, so wow. they think the league was just mad, but, you know, there you go. More news from Asshole. the podcast. Question number two. Um, I like to go down to the waterfront. I like that it's this uh, highway that got removed, and they built... Um, instead the McC- Tom McCall Waterfront Park, which is beautiful. Yeah, it's a lot better. What other project, though, never was completed, but was a highway project that was proposed in the 60s, and there are actually elements of on-ramps left over? Mm, was it right here in Old Town? It no, it was going to go from downtown. It actually was going to connect to the old highway that they eventually ripped out to put in Tom McCall Waterfront Park, and it was going to go east. And it was named after its final destination, which is a mountain. Can you name this project? The East Hood Highway. That was a good try, my friend. It's actually called the Mount Hood Expressway. They were going to make a eight-lane road all the way to Mount Hood, but a group of uh, organized neighborhood associations in East Portland banded together and uh, 
forced the city to uh, upend the project. Wow. So obviously drive times to the scenic areas of Mount Hood are longer than they would be with the expressway, but um, a lot of neighborhoods and continuity of uh, the identity of Portland stayed intact by not dividing the city in half with a giant highway. So there you go, the Mount Hood Expressway. Um, and the pieces that are left over on the Belmont Bridge, they turned one part into that bicycle on-ramp that they built a few years ago. But okay. there's actually a couple just ended roads that just stopped, and they were going to be on-ramps onto the Mount Hood Expressway. Wow. Yeah. Um, poor public planning. That's why I'm studying, folks. Well, there are a couple, like, bridges that are interesting. They yeah. just kind of, there's a place where obviously cars used to go, and now they don't go there anymore. Yeah. The rest of it's... Yeah, a cou- couple of those are, are due to this failed project. Well, man, um, sad to say that, that that brings us to the plugs portion, and then, uh, and then of course, we, uh, I, we have our arbitrary question. Um, you mentioned December 26th at the Backspace. Yeah, come, come on down. And Listen to some music. Um, otherwise, ChristopherNeilYoung.com, you know? We'll see if... Uh, and we got a... Well, SoundCloud. SoundCloud's the best way to get a hold of my stuff, so you could just... Uh, Christopher Neil Young, or you search True Rebellion on the SoundCloud website. If you're not aware of it, SoundCloud's pretty sweet. Host your music. I like it. All right, buddy. Good luck. Thank you. According to me, me which is the guy that asks these questions, because this is questions with Mikkel, your arbitrary question is, what, according to me, this week is the best bar in Portland. What is the best bar in Portland? Go. <coughs> There's no way you're going to get this, buddy. Don't even try. <laughs> okay. mm. Go ahead. I guess the best <coughs> bar in Portland is... Uh, fuck it, dude. Dante's. Dante's. It is a very good guess. But I'm sorry, buddy. The answer to the best bar in Portland is Momo. This week it's Momo. Sorry, buddy. All right. Thanks for coming. Cheers. Cheers.